squirrel friends and welcome back to All Marketing School. It's Fab here and today I don't know how to sit down on the chair. So you're welcome. Wait. Oh Steph is oh Steph is in for a vision. I mean if you if you could see me right now you would be you'd be delighted. Hi Steph, how are you doing? How was how was this performance? Uh it was amazing. I feel like there should be a whole I know program about chair competitions or something. <laughs> Missing a tree. Actually, actually, fun fact. So this chair um, was uh, my husband's chair and I uh, claimed it very casually. And it's great, but everything locks in a very weird way. So when you're recording videos, especially when I do my videos, sometimes it's good as all good video people will know to go up and down depending on like trying to find the right angle, especially in the camera for the framing. And sometimes there's a life of its own. So I push it down and it goes all the way down instead of quarter way down. So I'm just kind of looking at myself in the camera, adjusting myself, and then I just go on. And I'm like, whoosh! And so I give myself a panic attack and then I try to sort myself out. And what I wanted to imagine, dear listener, with a beautiful brain, is that the seat, what are they called? Handles? What do you call them, stuff? The little seat? Yeah, yeah? the armrest. Thanks. The armrests, I couldn't figure it out today. Um, they also click and unclick. So if they unclick, they go all the way down. And then you have to basically sweet talk them to get to the right position again. So the story is once I get this seat right, that's where I'm going to stay for the rest of the interview, the session, the recording, whatever the hell I'm doing. It is literally possessed. So this is why today we're starting to talk about chairs. But aside from that, Steph, are you excited to dive deep into uh, our latest experiment? Yes. I want to know what news you're sitting on. (laughs) If the chair will allow me. (laughs) Um, Indeed. Whoa. So what we have been trying, which I am 110% sure you will know by now, is that we have been trying a new format. And actually, this is not new. That's the fun thing. So the format is actually not so new. It's marketing news, social media news. We used to have it for the podcast as we started with my friend Becca. We just thought it would be a great idea on lockdown to start a podcast to just talk about marketing and social media news because we like to chat. And that became the Marketing School podcast. And then things progressed from that. Then we uh, obviously back up mainly because of life, which is understandable. She had to obviously focus on her job. So she wasn't able to keep up. I wasn't even able to keep up. So we said we waved goodbye. And then without our conversations with Steph, I came up with a new experiment. So I'm going to tell you a bit more about the experiment and how we brought the marketing news back. However, I also want to tell you a bit more what... um, experiment is, just in case you don't know. I see marketing experiments as a timed campaign or a new experience that you want to try in your marketing, a new tactic or strategy that is going to be timed that you know, and it's also as much about mindset as it is about logistics, that you will pursue or maybe you will stop. And I'm not the only one that does marketing experiments. A lot of marketers do. Tim Ferriss did one with his podcast, and obviously it did continue, as you will know from the Tim Ferriss show. And also a community that actually did close down. Jay Klaus, podcast guest on the show, so you can go listen to the podcast interview. And also incredible creator. He also does a lot of experiments and he puts them in his newsletter, for example. So that's also very interesting. So a lot of us do experiments and a lot more people these days are doing them in public. So I thought, huh, let's talk about what I've learned by bringing the podcast news back. 
First thing, you give yourself a time frame. So for this one, I was like, let's give it up for a week and a week and a half. The reason I wanted to bring it back is because it was going to be short, because Steph told me something about YouTube. And since the podcast was also a reason to create and curate more YouTube content, you told me something about length and understanding kind of how to kind of craft the best YouTube videos and also why some videos tend to actually perform better when they are more to the point and shorter. Can you elaborate a bit on that? Tell tell our dear listener how you wrote me into exploring this idea. Well, I love that you listened to me in the first place, so thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always, that. Uh But yeah, I think, it, well, it's, it just goes with the experimentation exactly the same as podcast YouTube kind of boomed too and I think the way we use YouTube as I think definitely lockdown has changed that too of a lot of people obviously went on the platform to find out more or create more um and through that there's also that thing of there's so much going on that people I mean patience is very low sometimes or you're just trying to find out one piece of information or you just you know you're kind of scrolling through what you follow and you're like oh new thing quickly watch it in between other things and I think there's a massive rise of obviously short form content and it gives the opportunity not that long form is bad because there's always a place for long form when it's talking about a deeper subject you can go into details you know it's uh, either educational or entertainment but short form is also really good to sort of have that short input of information and in our case obviously education about what's going on marketing um any news about the school and it's kind of rather than spending you know half an hour and you're trying to find the points i always find if i watch something quite long i'm trying to find the points that i want to get to that got me roped in from the title or the subject and i feel like I thought maybe there's a place to do maybe a five to 10 minute one where just showing quick information that you can sort of digest really easily without going too much in depth. And I thought maybe that could be part of the experiment of, of trying to see what the response is like with that versus maybe the longer form content. Thank you so much, Steph. And that's exactly what happened. Now, let's look at the progress so far. Excuse me. <clears throat> there we go. Uh, feeling more professional when I do that? No, I just, just got something in my throat. Uh, so the progress so far has been, I look at it in different ways. So you can look at an experiment just from a, a success from a monetary perspective. We talk a lot about targets and KPIs. We did recently, time of recording, our goals and OKR session, which I always love doing because it's it kind of reminds you that success can be perceived as a marketer not just by, you know, kind of revenue growth, which is something that sometimes you have to look at, especially if you're doing everything yourself or if you work for clients or just follow a growth or whatever it is. You also want to look at other things that you're trying to optimize. So for me, it wasn't just about the retention and how people are going to respond, which I'll get to, but also how much time I'm going to spend on this thing. Because <laughs> time is limited when we're doing everything in a micro team of like two and a half so I really want to make sure that we could be uh, could be efficient with it because I was going to take it on fully myself right now for the first couple of months to see if it was worthwhile pursuing. And then the final thing I want to say, there's also something that can prevent you from keep going with something like this, which is I would say mindset and ego more than anything. So before we look at some of the progress and some of what I've learned so far, your ego and your mindset is going to be what's going to stop you from experimenting something because of the fear of something not working. And I will tell everybody, even you, dear listener, that 
when you're trying something new, the um, the likelihood that you'll, even if your audience loves you, the likelihood that they're going to remember exactly everything you've been doing for the past six months is so unlikely. So even if you try a six stint episode series that you talk about uh, you something is related to your business, but it's not what you usually would do. You switch the format, you switch the length, whatever, and then you just drop it because it's not working. Your audience will not care. I think what is important is you, maybe you explain it. If it's something that obviously entails uh, people paying or people committing to something, you, you are clear and transparent about it. But most of the time, if you're just trying something new that it doesn't really affect your audience in any way or their commitment to you, they're like, huh, okay, that worked. Or, huh, I don't like that. And you're like, great, I am actually learning from you. So thank you for, you know, your feedback or actually your response to this new content, this new newsletter, because it's helping me understanding whether I should keep doing it or not. I like to be transparent. I like to try things and let people know this is what we're doing this episode, actually. But I think that's how I see it. And maybe it's just me. Maybe that's how I like to operate. But I find that these kind of experiments put less pressure on you. It makes you feel less like you cannot give up if it's not working, but also it allows you to try more things than I think usually you would do if you stopped yourself from doing this. Um, is it just me? Like, is is this making sense? Because I think, like, especially as a creator, probably you experience you experience that too, like trying something and not wanting to try just in case it doesn't work that well. Or again, is it just kind of me being too much in my own head? No, I I totally agree. I feel for me personally, it was quite a big mental barrier that I always, always have to keep battling. But I try and remember that the only failure is actually not trying. Uh, because if you don't try, you don't know. So it's, it is that thing. All it is, is gathering data. So you try something, hopefully that, you know, you find fun um, and it might be something in your evolution and you just try and get out, see what happens if you like it or if you don't. And it's also as much for you as, as you said, for other people. And I do think it is that thing we place, I think because we're doing it and it's the bubble in our mind of like, this is the only thing we're, like, we're doing. It's like the most important thing in the world. As you have to sometimes think, well, on the perspective of when you watch someone else do it, it's like two seconds of your day. So I think it's that perspective of it really matters for you to put all your effort and all your work into it, but don't feel that it's wasted because you're going to learn so much from it in the first place. You're going to learn what works and what doesn't for yourself and for your audience and then how then you can evolve from that. So like you say, even if you stop after six episodes of something that you thought, ah, yeah, you didn't really work, then you go, okay, well, maybe the next project is going to be different and I can learn from not doing what I did before. Amen to that. That's all I'm going to say, because that's exactly how how I felt. Here we go, a bit of a like, hands up, hands up in the air, a little dance. A second. Mm-mm. Sadly, you can't see this unless step decides this is a clip. So yay. Uh, anyways, back <laughs> after my dance moves, what are some of the findings? So what did I actually learn from this? Okay, I'm going to give us the good and the bad and the ugly. So a couple of things. First one, the good. The format actually is working with attention and we're growing listens. Downloads necessarily haven't ex- expanded as much yet. We're only five in anyway. 
but listeners have, which is really interesting. So kind of because of the downloads can go a bit up and down, depending also on the Monday episode. What was interesting though, is that even if that has grown a bit, which already is a voting confidence, the listeners have grown up. So there's actually more people that are listening, which is really, really interesting. So it kind of shows you that it's attracting new people. And hopefully I can see the download growing still, which means it's also creating that, um, habit you know of the because the other thing you need to think about is that your audience might not want to listen to all of your interviews because some of them might not be relevant so i really like to be able to or they don't know the guest yet so i like to be able to bring those back into these short episodes where i kind of tell people again what we talked about in one of the latest interviews so that maybe they want to give it a go and i found that that is really powerful because then i found people actually go back and listen a bit more that was another positive and a good which was really interesting marketers are scientists we like to look at data and figure things out so that's one of the things you're going to do when you do an experiment that was a positive a bit more of a negative or um thinking process was time i told you that was a big success marker for me am i gonna spend too much time on this and oh boy the first one that i did all on my own it was about five or six hours and then steph was like teleprompter and i was like oh yes So that saved me a lot of time. So I think that has been a learning curve. I am getting better. Again, I will outsource at some point if we continue this. Um, But for now, at least I'm getting better at it. And I'm learning better how to do it and how to be more efficient with it, which I think is super important. Then the final thing is maybe now the the ugly or the things that are not necessarily working as well. So I want to give it, I want to continue. I think if by now things were just not looking good, I probably would have been like, well, bonus five episodes, enjoy them, off we go. What I was actually telling Steph up here, which is my main issue, is that reading off a script, I think I am a um, work-in-progress actress is not what I ever wanted to do in my life, so I appreciate that I'm not necessarily the best. But the other thing is, I feed off people's energy. That's my vibe. Show... I realized that talking to myself, even for just five minutes, with a script that is kind of good, it's got some jokes in it, but I can try and make it as natural as I can. But I just struggle. Whereas some people without a script, they don't know where to go. The script brings them to life. The lack of script brings me to life instead. I think there is a place for me to have potentially still the support of a script in some ways and definitely not the type of content, especially if I'm doing, you know, introductions for the normal podcast. But for these things, I need to feed off people. I need a bit of the back and forth. So this is where you say, okay, good and bad and ugly. We've seen it all. Implementation time. That will be my third step. So if you're doing an experiment that is more than a month, in this case, it's probably going to be at least two months before I figure out, then this is my check, mid checkpoint. And I'm looking at implementations based on what I just said. One of them is, okay, things are going well with some respects. So I'm going to keep it up. Tech, no implementation, just reaffirmation. And then two implementations that I'm going to look at is one, co-hosts. So I'm actually going to explore having the podcast probably a bit longer because I know it will be a bit longer if I bring somebody else in, but having it still with that format of marketing news, but less about being a news anchor and still more being about that feeding off each other with different people on rotation, including the lovely staff here as always, she can't get rid of me and other people that can come in. And we can do this kind of, you know, 10 minute maximum, probably uh, looking at some of the news from marketing, some cool tactics, things that we both bring to the table. We talk about it. And then I also highlight either a snippet 
or also um, a short interview that we have with somebody that wants to share a lesson. That's also been really cool. Check out some of these episodes to know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to tell you too much. You got to go and listen. And that was the main thing, I think, from implementation. And then the final one is knowing that if this goes well, and if in April I see a bit of a difference and a bit of a shift, hopefully. So I'm going to try and do a joint one very soon. And by the time you're listening, probably there will be one just as a final second phase of experiment. Then I know that if this goes well, then it's going to be outsourcing and just making sure that I can create the content and then somebody else can edit. That will be the, if it goes well, the experiment, this will be how we consolidate. So there are three, four steps ready. First is inception and testing. Uh, then we have, obviously, with the inception, then you have setting up success markers. And hopefully I give you an idea of some of the ones that make sense. And then you have implementation, which is figure out what you're going to do or not going to do. And finally, consolidation. If you're happy with it, this is where you can take it forward. That's kind of what I'm planning. And I am excited. I am not a bit scared, but I'm a bit intrigued to see how it goes if I bring back a co-host into the life of this thing. And that's kind of where I'm going to go with it. Any things that I should keep an eye out for, Steph, as we're joining this phase two of this experiment? Well, obviously, I'll be part of it. So, yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, I think for, take, I think you mentioned pretty much everything of just taking into account all the measures that you want to track and just remembering that it's also a patience game. I think it's, it's a big thing of you can't just try something once and expect it to work instantly. It is like you have to grow into it you have to let your audience grow into it and as you're trying things out you know it does take time and I feel that's like a key thing of as much as your metric is how long does it take you to actually produce something is also like a metric of how long are you willing to wait because I think if you just gave yourself like a week to do this, you probably think, oh yeah, I failed because there's not this, there's not that. But as you say, it's like a two months, it, make it realistic like time frame especially um for what you're trying to do like there are some stuff like if it's a quick advert or promo like that's quite shortly time but if it's like a long process like a podcast it needs time to grow it needs to have time for you to be able to also promote it and let people in and discover you and there's a lot of things like there's so many people I've heard, like they produce something, a video, a podcast doesn't take off for months. And then all of a sudden, somehow it gets tracked somewhere. People start pouring in and listening to it. And it's not at the time you're making it. It's like way after. So it's also that remembering that I think it's keep an eye out on the stuff you've already done. So not only the new things that you're putting out, but how the metrics are also shifting for things that are in the past. And maybe by doing the new trial say that we're doing also see well are people then going to old episodes are people then tracking on on these kind of things and where is it working where is it not working on the old stuff as much as it is on the new stuff i love that thank you very much and i think this is so applicable to any other things as well that you might tap into and i kind of how you're going to explore them so i really really love that seth thank you thank you so much for being here with us today and um, i'm really excited to see what things bring up and so for the next couple of weeks for sure you're gonna hear more of our little marketing news and soon enough a new guest host will drop so you will hear some co-hosts coming in which is going to be super exciting 
In the meantime, as always, let us know if you do have any experiments that you are working on right now. If you are a member of our community and course library, you can actually share some of the things you're working on and even some of your wins with us. So if there's any experiment that you run successfully, we would love to hear how it worked for you. If you're not, just let us know on social or let us know by email. I would love to hear what you're up to, especially now that we are getting into the second half of 2023 bloody fast, if you ask me. Uh, so it's really, really exciting. Uh, if you're listening to this as well, very soon we're going to have our intro to digital is our introduction to positive input marketing is a four day experience. So if you don't know that that existed, go and check it out because it starts at the end of May. You just go to allmarketingschool.com slash courses to find out about all the things that we're up to, including this upcoming experience. In the meantime, as always, it's been a pleasure to have you here. We'll be back next time with work wisdom and ways to market to hearts, not to brains. For now, class dismissed. Thank you so much for listening. Head to oldmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spend the love on Instagram at Old Marketing School. Until next time.